You are welcome to gifts and callings. Amen. Oh, clap, 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 clap. I was, in, I, was, I, was, I was somewhere in Shagamu, and the guy told me that, that all the teaching on gift and callings, the Felicia Mava, he, he, he commanded all his, uh, his um, leaders to listen to it, and they have listened to it again and again and again. And ah, they would like to ask me some questions. So, and I say, you can ask me the question, but you know, do you know I have not finished it? But they say, no, they know. But you know what intrigued me? Amen. The way they are listening to it. Both on YouTube, both on, 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 the, on the Instagram. And when I hear their question, right, you, could, you know that they are really listening to it. Glory to God. Not the one that they are listening to, they are cutting carrots. Right, and uh, glory to God. <laughs> Back to King James. I'm not saying it's wrong to listen to it. I cut carrots. So, amen. That is part of listening. Amen. But there's a listening that uh, you give your all to it. Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 12. From verse 1 again. I can almost quote all those scriptures. Not because I take time to cram them. But you're reading it again and again and again. You know, so it just takes glory to God. Concerning spiritual brethren, a spiritual gift, gift is italicized, so you can take it away. Brethren, I will not have you ignorant, but you know you are Gentiles carried away onto this dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus a curse, and no man can say that Jesus is the Lord Led by this Holy Ghost. Now let's come and dwell on this one a little bit. Amen. No man speaking by the Spirit. I mean, I, I painted it on my, in my own Bible. So if you if use the normal Bible, you can underline it. That was speaking by the Spirit. Or speaking by the Spirit of God. It gives light to manifestation of the Spirit of God. Remember, I think two weeks ago, um, and the week before that, that what I majored on is what us be in the spirit. Don't forget that us be in the spirit, and we ended up with um, efficient five. Glory to God! Very very important place. Now, I'll see enter efficient five today. But look at that word speaking by the spirit. So, if we want to define uh, these manifestations, right? Have various definition, amen. But this one that really blesses me, and I know it will bless you, amen. Um, manifesting of the Spirit of God is the Spirit giving us utterance to speak, to see, and to act. Utterance. To speak, to see, and to act. I don't, I don't really claim I know much, but at least I've been studying this since 1986. Right? And I've been teaching, teaching, I study, I ask a lot of questions. I really believe that if I look at it in total, the the way I can, in a statement, define what we call gift of the spirit or spiritual manifestation is what I've just said. Utterance from the Holy Spirit to speak, to see, or to act. Sometimes the utterance will give you to do the three. Amen. You will speak, you will see, you will see, you will speak, you will act, you will speak, anyhow, anyhow. Or sometimes the utterance is just one of them. Utterance to speak. Utterance to see. Utterance to act. 
We're talking about the power gift. There's, there's a man named Jaco. Right? Great man of God. So he went to be, the Lord, to be with the Lord very, very early. Right? Um, and that's why we're teaching what we're teaching. So that we will not fall into the pit of the infernal. Say amen. And so that we will not, the ministry will not just be terminated at the prime. It, it is imperative we be like Paul. That we say, I say, I have finished the course. I have run the race. A crown is waiting for me. I mean, <laughs> oh God help me. Such bold statement. Man, it's worth looking at. Amen. Or Jaco. Jaco was a great man in the spirit, especially with the gift of faith. Right? And Jacob can be preaching. And it was a little bit, it was a little bit rough. You need to realize something that a lot of times that your, your background, most of the time, end up affecting the way you, you respond to ministry. It's not supposed to be, but it happens. That's why the importance of us always renewing our mind Amen. Allowing the word of God to pierce us, penetrate us, and, and change our character, amen, and everything. Now, having said that, we need to realize that even without that happening, it will not stop the gift of the Spirit of God flowing through you. And it's, it's always very good to, to be able to separate somebody giftings, right, from maturity in the things of the Spirit. Amen. So, just because somebody raised someone from the dead. I know, raising someone from the dead seems to be one of the biggest of the miracles around, right? To a, to a, a physical person, carnal person. So, so because when he raised somebody from the dead, does not mean that he's a matured Christian. I don't mean that everything he says concerning the word of God is correct. Doctrinally, he may still be wrong, but he knows to yield to the gift of God upon him. Amen. Amen. But it came out from, I mean. He, he didn't really have much, amen. He had to literally, literally fight to eat when he was young. And that followed him into the ministry. Right? He said that when he got married, he didn't have anything. That he and the wife slept, their wedding night, they slept on the bare floor on a cold winter night. That's how it was, right? It, that, so it gave him a fight. And a positive, a positive side of it. Amen. Because you need to be aggressive in life. But then, sometimes, it's only taken over about. But see, let me tell you this. I'm saying that because of, there's a way he reacts. He'll be preaching. And the gift of faith will come upon him. Or trans to act. He will run. There will be people on the wheelchair. He will run. And Jacob was a big man. I mean, physically he was big. The Spirit of God will come upon him. Utterance to act. He will run to the people in the church. And you know he's big. He will take them literally and throw them. I read this thing from Kenneth E. again. He said that he will throw them over his shoulder. Walk in the name of Jesus. Walk. And all of them are landing and they are walking. Utterance to act. Or trans to act. You see, you, you don't do that. And I, and I can I guess that. You don't do that in the flesh. And when I say the flesh, I'm saying that the, the Spirit of God have not given you the utterance. But the flesh is not, oh, okay, I don't want to do it in the flesh. So let me just pray for the next two hours. Then I'll just do it. No, you can pray for the next two hours. If the Spirit of God have not come upon you to do it, Anything you do will still be in the flesh. 
So, that guy has my heart shouting. It doesn't mean I'm the spirit. I'll give an example. I have an example. Some of you know the example I'm going to give. Bless our darling heart. Mommy Shia. Mommy Shia has gone to be with the Lord. Mommy Shia. You know, the, the role Mommy Shia played in my life. Right? And the life of many ministers that came out of the north, particularly ABU, from that 86. Right? I mean, to maybe 2000. Eh? Only eternity will reveal it. Truly. Truly. Only eternity will reveal it. And she lived play a very great role in our life. So when, when she returned from the UK and started the church, right? Even before the church started, we go to her house, we watch a lot of um, video, Kenneth Hagen, Benny Hinn, all this. Then all these videos, and eventually just come, mommy has them, we just go and watch them, you know. We'll pray. And that will stay there and pray all through the night. You know, Professor Shaudu, Professor Shaudu was a very, very interesting person, you know, because he had risen up in politics, right? And well known all around the world. But then, do you know, we literally take over his house. And you know, I mean, that time, 86, I was 15, 16. And many of us were that, we just that teenagers. We just, they just take over. Some of these people will enter the kitchen and cook, <laughs> bring it for us. We all eat. And daddy will come back. Daddy, will, daddy had a clinic then, polyclinic. That's where Savannah even started. Daddy will come back maybe in the night. He, and you all enter the, the house. You all say, hello guys. You say, hey, daddy, daddy, I did. And you all enter soon, quietly. The only place we didn't have authority over was this room. The whole house. And that, that spoke volumes to me, amen. Your entire house, the wife just go and minister to him, they're bringing food there in the, in, the, in the bedroom. So there was this night we were doing all night. We are finished watching uh, some of the Benny Hins, this thing and all this, we are seeing people fall down. <laughs> okay. There's this brother that something was wrong with his leg. So, we are, we, first we started praying, we pray, we pray. And mommy had taught us then that there are many people that there are so much in the flesh, they have to pray up to three hours to at least enter into the realm of the spirit, to break into the realm of the spirit, which I believe, I believe that, you know. And after reason of use, I mean, you can get to the point that you can just find out in the name of Jesus Christ and you are there. So we prayed. Prayed. We make sure we pray past three hours. So no matter how in the flesh we are, we should have crossed over into the realm of the spirit. <laughs> true story. True story. We prayed up to, I have four hours. So we tell everyone what I think. Be healed in Jesus' name. Come out. You know everything. You know, young um, overzealous, vibrant kids. Amen. And God was just watching us and marking all of us. Amen. Almost everybody there is in the ministry right now. Amen. So, after we did all that, the, the brother's leg was this. in that prayer meeting? We are not very sure. The brother's leg was still. So, this brother just came. Name we told. About that particular time, my own back was even torn, so I didn't even see how it happened. But Emmanuel Adoga tried to explain to me, man, the brother just came from nowhere. In the name of Jesus, I just kicked the brother. Walk! Of course, the brother fell down, not under the power. <laughs> under pains. I was on the ground. When he tried to calm down, <laughs> maybe some people are going to expect, expect you to say that, eh? I'm healed. <laughs> is that, is that eh? Call me daddy. Call daddy. I did take killer. Call daddy. <laughs> They have to go and knock on daddy's door. Because the daughters and some of my daughters were with us praying. They have to go and daddy, please come. <laughs> daddy came. 
<laughs> you have to give me a painkiller because the guy was in pain. <laughs> I didn't hear that, so I just continued. <laughs> Last master. No, that is the flesh. What I'm saying, I say he was in the flesh. He prayed for three hours. He was in the flesh. You need all trans from the Holy Ghost. All trans. You don't, let's look at the all trans gift. You don't prophesy without all trans. Oh, maybe, maybe you are talking with, uh, with uh, eyes, or maybe even praying with eyes. Right? Then some prophetic utterance comes. Right? You now, you now cram them. The moment service starts, just say, me, me, say, me, me, say, me, say, me, say, I have a word. Say, Pastor, I have a word. Then you stand and you start um, putting what you've crammed. Now you are not speaking with utterance. Are you still with me? You have to learn that or else you could speak those words. It will not carry weight in anything. Okay, let me also give an example like Kenneth Copeland gave that really make it very, very clear to me. He said that, right? He was in a meeting and uh, he was ministering. Then there was a, a lady that had terminal cancer and they had told him about it, right? So he said, let's see what the Lord will do, Amen. I mean, you can teach a person God's word and pray the prayer of faith for the person. But you need to realize that some people literally have gone so far, right? It takes the gift of the Spirit of God. No matter at all, they cannot, no, they just take the, faith, the gift of the Spirit of God. You know, can they talk about how he stayed with God's word for a, for a long time on that bed until the light came? People don't have that time anymore. I said, some people don't have that time anymore. And they, they, that lady was somebody like that. And Sabbath was going on. Can the Copeland had preached? He started worshiping God. He said, the, the power of God, now, let me use this language. The power of God was coming upon him. So I begin that he had begun to say something upon him. And he said, he had those words to turn to the lady. And tell the lady, rise up. Walk, you are healed. Something like that. He said, for him to do that, you know, his eyes were closed. He just, for him to just turn and say, okay, let me go to the lady. He said that just like you wrap your fingers, the anointing lifted. Now, this is what was in my own heart. You already know what God wanted to do. Why not just go and do it? No. You see, when the power of God lifted, he just turned and said, Lord, why? Then he saw some people, just like that I was doing just now, literally stood up. They felt that it was time for them to go. They were like, you walk out quietly, but they see just in And they came to the, the bookstand and said, how much is this book? I have to go right now. He said, he just turned and looked at them, saw them. And the Holy Ghost like, they are the ones that... He said, he was grief. He turned. And rebuke them. And then either you get out or you sit down. That he, he, he was talking about it in the area of compassion. That if you have compassion, this lady is about to die. This is what he needed. But you are in a hurry to go and you are grieving the Holy Spirit. And you are talking on your way that. And they sat down. He's now saying that he turned to the Lord. I started worshiping again. I started praying. Right? He said, the power of God eventually came back on him. But he made a statement. He said, not as strong as it was the first time. And he was able to minister to that lady. Again, I, 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 and when he made that I kept asking myself. I said, oh, wow. Thank God I'm hearing this. Because it would have said, oh, I already, I, I already, I already have the word. 
right? I already have the world. Stand up and be healed in Jesus' name. And nothing will have happened. Because it comes with an utterance. And you need to speak and act under that utterance. You need to speak and act under that utterance. Amen. Utterance to speak, utterance to see, utterance to act. Amen. That's why last week I was, uh, no, two weeks, two Tuesdays ago, I was telling us how we come, or was it on a Sunday, one of it, how we come under the influence of the Spirit of God. But that is very important. Again, Let's go to the book of um, Ephesians, Ephesians, Ephesians 5. Glory to God. Are you still with me? Ephesians 5, verse 17. Glory. You know, we, we, we must be very, very careful not to be so used to. Amen. Yeah, the Pentecostal cycle, not to be so used to the move of the Spirit of God that we grieve and quench the Spirit. There are instruction in the New Testament that is very, very important. You, you, you hear, grieve not the Spirit of God. Isn't that efficient, right? Efficient for if I'm not mistaken, verse 30. Then what it says, it says, despise not prophesying. Then another statement in the New Testament says, Quench not the spirit. I really believe that in our midst, we need to be taught how not to quench not the, how not to quench the spirit, how not to grieve the spirit, and not, how not to despise manifestation. Because if it was not that important, it would not be in the New Testament. And like I always say, God did not put those things in the New Testament so that the Bible can be bigger. So you do not grieve the spirit. You do not quench the spirit. You do not despise spiritual manifestations. You learn to cooperate with the, the, the manifestation of the spirit of God and with, with the minister on stage. That is very important. When somebody is on stage, either I may be on stage preaching, people may be on stage singing, emoji may be on stage singing also. Let me also use the ministering. People may be ministering, emoji may be ministering. Maybe somebody is on stage, maybe giving or receiving testimony or connecting. They are ministering. When someone is there, it's all our duty, amen. From the sound, amen, to the instrument, to the audience, to cooperate with the anointing upon that person to get maximum results. It's important. Yeah, there's, like I said earlier on, everybody has their flair. Particularly because of your background and how God deal with you. So, you need to, you see, uh, Catherine Kuman, and that lady that shook the world with the power of God. Catherine Kuman was in Israel, Jerusalem, one of, one of the peak of, uh, of her, in the peak of her ministry. At one of the last meetings she had there before she went to build the Lord. And they had this, uh, was the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Ghost conference, you know. And people came out and were almost throughout the whole week, Monday to Sunday to Sunday, we were all talking about the Holy Ghost, talking about the Holy Ghost. I think she came up around that Friday to minister. Now, when she came up, she said something, she said, uh, she said that all week long, we have been taught about the Holy Ghost. Now, let's see him act. I mean, when he came up, when she came up, pardon me, it was more of manifestation that Friday, Saturday. 
But you know, this and that part you need to realize. When she was going up stage, right? Tetkuma is very particular, those who are on stage with her. Tetkuma is very particular, those that play the keyboard. First, he saw the guy playing throughout the whole week. He said, didn't want this guy to play for him. For her. They have to send for a guy who normally plays for her all the way, but it was in Pittsburgh in the U.S., to come and play. Then there's one guy who, who was interpreting. The guy was wearing boots. And Tukuma said, nobody is standing on the stage with boots with her. He said, Miss Kuma, Almost 90% of people in this hall are wearing boots. That's what they like in this place. Say, so, well, that is them. Not on her own stage. See, so the, the man won't stand with you. Either you go and wear the normal shoe he wants her to wear, or get her, get her another interpreter. You see, that is her flair. And when they change those things, eh? change the keyboards, I don't know whether they change the guy's shoe or go to somebody else. So I don't know what happened there. Oh, the power of God fell. When he, when he said that after Kuma, means that, that start Friday night, before the Saturday night, people forgot everything that happened the next, the other, the same. Everything was like theory. Now they were seeing demonstrations. At that time, she's on stage. We cooperate. Please stay with me. One more. Then we'll read um, this thing. Please stop it for me. Um, was it camp meeting 83? Well, at one of those early camp meetings, right? I mean, the early 80s. Um, Kenneth E. Hagen, that Kenneth Hagen camp meeting, where mine is in Tosa. Kenneth Hagen. Um, L. Osborne and Ora Robert. Right? Then the younger generation to them then was Hagen uh, Jr., W. Hagen, uh, Kenneth Copeland, and Richard Robert. And I, I mean, I, I, I watched some of those videos. Thank God for coming, sir. And I remember then Kenneth and Tina that they should. They should the older generation to lay hands upon the younger generation for continuity. Thank God they did because that's what is happening today. And the Copeland, Rema, and the rest. Anyway, one of the days of the meeting, right, Richard Robert minister. Richard Robert is Ora Robert's um, son. And he, he has the healing ministry. Strong very, very dramatic healing ministry. And Richard Robert, I mean, I mean, I still follow him on Facebook. He's old now. But if you even look at him, you know that this guy is a very, very handsome guy. But at that time, he was very, very handsome, you know. And uh, with all the, all the faces that we follow, the young ministers. And he, he, he came up and stood on the uh, Rema, uh, to the like, Preach, didn't even preach for long, right? God took a text from one of the one of the gospels about healing. Preach, then he prayed a mass prayer. Yeah. Oh, I watched a video, right? It's like he was playing. He prayed a mass prayer, right? And asked for this, like this high seat we have there. Just sat down, right? And started receiving testimonies. It's like when he prayed the mass prayer sitting down, it wasn't up to five minutes. I mean, you see blind eyes. I mean, there was this Hispanic lady. She was crying. You could see her. Was, I mean, there were female. You say, I can't see. That's all she could say. I can't see. I can't see the light. I can't see the thing she had never seen before. People, people walk. I mean, there was testimonies. So, and you know, I, he would just sit down, be laughing, getting testimonies. Everything looks very sweet. A sweet spirit, jovial atmosphere. <laughs> so, 
and the Hagan came up to preach the night. He to have a very strong dramatic healing ministry. Okay, the Hagan said that God says you lay hands on everyone. That's how he ministered. And then, right, up of the one time that, he, um, okay, up of the one time, you see camp meeting, I know when one time camp meeting have about 75,000 people in attendance. So you can just imagine the thousands of people that were there. And the Hagen will lay hands on everyone that is sick. Everyone. And you know, the power of God comes so I mean, he, he means that by the time you pass, he will literally be running down. And you will see people dropping their dominoes. But you know, there are so many people. And he will touch everyone. So they will stay longer into the night. Because they even stay that long into the night, they will not even, he will not even wait to take testimonies the way Richard Roberts takes testimony. So, as camping was going on, people started saying, wait, why is Kenega just wasting our time? They should just, they can just minister. Is it not the same anointing? Just minister the way Richard Roberts is ministering, right? So that we can just go home early. So, I, I listened to, I watched that Richard Roberts meeting. I watched the one he laid hands on people, and I watched the one he came up to explain. You see, there's a healing anointing on Richard Roberts, right? That is the way God wants her to minister. Um, while we are, just put a bookmark here. Go, go back again with me to the book of 1 Corinthians 12, um, verse 4, 5, and 6. Now, there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations. Differences. Administrations. But the same Lord. And there are diversities, plural, of operations. But the same God that worketh on and on. Listen, even in the gift of healing, there are differences of gift of healings. Now, when they come to the operation, there are differences or diversities of operations. So, I could have the gift of healings. Uh, um, uh, they will have the gift of healings. But the operation may be different. And yet, even though I have the gift of healing or the healing ministry, it cannot be the same with this because there are diversities of gifts. Like I always say, they're even on the same, and that's how diversified or diverse God is. is Because even on the same three, no two leave are the same. None. Eyes may come up, and this is how the operation flow through him. It's our responsibility to cooperate with that anointing upon of God upon him. And I may come outside and I'm touch everybody. Like an will say that is our responsibility to cooperate with the anointing of God upon him to get healed. Amen. But we, we must all desire. We must all covert. We must all release our faith on that anointing. Amen. We're ending here for today. Happy we are making progress. Amen. Wherefore, Efficient uh, 5 verse 7, 17 now. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You can turn this scripture in various ways and it will, it will, it will help you in every area of your life. Even the area of man- manifestation of the Spirit of God. Don't be unwise. But you need to understand what the will of the Lord is. And I like that word is. Present tense. Not worse. Yesterday, God may want me to just stand and just pray. Right? Today, may be a different thing. What the will of the Lord is. The one Jesus came, um, be open, and the ear got popped open, the eyes popped open, and the next day, 
he spat on the ground make clay out of spittle anoint the blind guy i say go watch in the pool of Ceylon. and that time he just spit straight upon the person's face and say be open and the other time he just stood and as many as touched the hem of his garment were made healed including the blind understanding what the will of the lord is is the key of wisdom understanding this presently presently and doing that is what you are going to go down and listen even anything you face in life last year right maybe you 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 let's let's, let's let go back to to the rent even before we even talk about you buying the house last year you pay your rent this is what the lord tells you do to pay your rent you did it this year what is the will of the lord understand what the will of the lord is it's not oh, last year the lord said i should go and squeeze pastor joe assuming that is true amen assuming that is true amen so you got pastor joe uh, god said i should talk to you <laughs> about my house rent i said okay Joseph, you just, yeah, I, I have the same weakness in my spirit okay but listen let me tell something a lot of time when god is telling you go and tell someone just relax let the lord tell the person the person will come and meet you and i'll say i don't know who but uh, i have this uh leading to something about house he said yes so the lord said to give you 1.5. That's exactly what I need. Next year. Amen. I said, okay, God, speak to Pastor Joe again. No, no, no. Understand what the will of the Lord is. That can never understand what the will of the Lord is. Maybe this year I wanted to go and start selling uh, um, um, jeans in the market. From generating now, you make the money up. Do it. I say amen. Oh, he wanted to go on, go on, go on. <laughs> uh, he wanted to do cryptocurrency. That's why I laugh. Do it. It's what we're going. The will of the Lord is. It doesn't mean next year I want you to do that. The one time, um, Kenneth Copeland made John Copeland his son the CEO right and it has changed right now it's now um, George anyway so he now said that they now <laughs> the bill came up for the for the first month and they were, they were in the millions of uh, of um, dollars and so I was wondering what am I going to do what am I and they now announced, announced that oh, there are some old planes. They now say, Kai, they should just sell these old planes and uh, pay the bill for this month. So he now brought it up to his father. I say, Dad, I think we should sell some of those old planes that they're not using anymore. That we can pay the bills this month. But I say, Well, if that was if that what God wanted to do, go ahead and do it. Um and I say, well, wait, wait a little bit, John. Um Next month, what are you going to sell? You sell this place today and pay. But the bill is going to come back again next month. Okay, Dad, how do, how do you do it? He said, I go to pray. The dad went and started seeking the face of God. God told him in a couple of and said, It should sow a seed. So he now say, John, sow this seed to so and so. They sowed the seed, right? The money came. The, the bills were paid, right? Next month, again, he said, he told it. The dad, what do we do? He said, he wanna pray. He, said, he came and said, sow this seed to so and so. After the third month, the boy understood how it works. Understanding how the will of, what the will of God is. Every month, God will tell Kenneth Copeland who to sow seed to. 
not selling their parties, go to sell Seto. And every month, and that's what they have been doing. Are you still with me? Then, neighbor, understand what the will of the Lord is. How do you do that? I've been not drunk with wine, weighing its excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Or be being filled with the Spirit. Now, it comes back to this same thing. Speaking, on the night I was speaking again. That's what we saw in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 3. Speaking. 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 You see, you come under the influence of the Spirit. Be being filled or be... Or come under the influence of the Spirit. Speaking. To yourself. To yourself. That is to yourself. Amen. In Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. I told you here something two, two, two years ago. I said, Listen, the easiest way, right, to come under the influence of the Spirit of God is by singing. It's by singing. start singing making melody in your heart unto the Lord sir you cross over you cross over it's by singing minister to the Lord in the Acts 13 they said that prophets and teachers came together and they they fasted and ministered to the Lord the Lord that revenge on the fasting like, like Moyo said, right? Um, we like the hard things more. We all feel that the hair, I don't eat food for long, the hair, I will cross over. Fasting play, play um, a, a, a great role inside. But listen, listen, it's not a fasting, it's a ministry to the Lord. And in the midst, the Holy Ghost are speaking. They were all trying to speak. The Holy Ghost said, separate unto me, Saul and Barnabas, for the work I've, I've sent them. But you see, they came under the influence of the Spirit of God, ministering to the Lord. Ministering to the Lord. Listen, when we do it in our closets, in, the, in our closet, individually, daily, often, when we come together, right? It's no more a struggle. It's no more a struggle. Well, 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 somebody will not be sleeping of did it, and uh, maybe people will be literally trying to lift you up upon their shoulders. No. You are you you come in drunk in the spirit. Glory to God. They are drunk in the spirit. It's just like you bringing fire me bringing fire we put the fire together it becomes a very big fire make a practice of it as well as when you come to leading people into spiritual things it's like you know a struggle you know it's like that uh, machine that is not oil not making noise because a lot of time, but we, we, we do a lot of, in quote, spiritual activities. Mostly are in the flesh. But if we, if we do things like this, I think that this is how individually, scriptural way for us to pray in the New Testament. We always come under the influence of the Spirit of God. When we come and say, we all lift up our hands. We all lift up our hands. Lift up your hands. Somebody have a psalm. Somebody had a hymn. Somebody had a spiritual song. Somebody had a word of knowledge. Somebody had a word of wisdom. Now, let everything be done decently and in order. Now then, we're saying, lift up your hands. And you're thinking of the rice you're going to eat at the end of the service. And you're thinking of uh, the ball game. Like, ah, 
Today is Tuesday. Maybe they are playing championship. Or maybe they are, they are thinking about that. Speak it to yourself. Speaking. Speaking. Sama. Make a practice of coming under the influence of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Can I have better amen? Make sure daily you get tipsy in the Holy Ghost. Before you know it, you are addicted to it. You have to just be tipsy in the Holy Ghost. You have to just come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Then you walk up to somebody. You see, I, you see it's not just the four corners of the church. They walk up to somebody and you just shake the person's hand. Say, hey, how are you doing now? How is everything? And, and you just start speaking. You know, I, I saw a minister of the gospel in Benin. And so when, when, I was, when I was leaving the hall, people were clamoring to touch me and everything. So they were hitting their hand and pushing their hand away. And, and I was just going to enter the car. The car literally was at the edge of the hall. And I saw this minister of the gospel. So, and I said, and I told the people, I said, let him, I want to see him. So they have to down, wait on that space. And I just hugged him. I said, oh, I'm happy seeing you here. When I just hugged him, the first thing that fell out of my mouth, I said, you are married now, right? Because the moment I hugged him, I remember him, right, telling me, that, oh, uh, I think it was in the I just said, oh, this is the person I want to marry. I'm marrying this. Uh, and just, the picture just came into my mind. So I just said it. You are married right now. He said, Rev, <laughs> I really want to talk to you about it. I said, okay, let's see. You see, that's why in the midst of everybody, I wanted to hug him. Then later on, he was telling him, I said, I mean, why did Reverend do that? That he has thought about it. He said, he really, he, maybe he should come and talk to me about this thing. You know, he was daily darling about it. And the moment I hugged that's what came out of my mouth. You see, being under the influence of the Spirit of God, you can easily help people. These manifestations of the Spirit of God, they are always spectacular. I mean, miraculous, supernatural. Though they, they may not be spectacular. Maybe it just, it was so great to them. Wow, they were, they were, in their mind, they were really talking about it. But to me, the moment I all hugged him, that was the picture. I can't even remember the last time I talked about him or talk about what he told me. But the moment I hugged him, that picture just came into my mind. And without even thinking, my mouth just spoke. It was a manifestation of the Spirit to him. And oh, how it so encouraged him. You see, probably, probably if he walk up to me and spoke to me, right, and I start canceling him, it will not have the effect that my words now will have on him when I just said it by the Spirit. That I, that I told Reverend, I told Reverend. So he just gave me this advice. Come on, that the influence of the Spirit of God. Step out. You see how your, the anointing of God upon you in that your workplace, in that your business, in that your school, on the street will be of great blessing to people. And they will say, God is of the truth in your midst. Let's stand to our feet. Amen. We are blessed. Give a Lord a shout. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lift up your hands to Him and just worship Him a little bit. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. All right. Give Him praise. Thank you, Lord. You know, you know what I'm going to do? Right. Let's have two more. Amen. Two more Tuesdays. Amen. We start entering into the specific gift of the Spirit. Amen. Then we'll start to do some practicals. 
but that is that the weakness I just have in my heart, right? I actually wanted to even flow in it right now. I said, no, let's just do two more meetings. Amen. Then we'll start having some practical. I don't going to just be me or maybe the pastors. Amen. It's going to be all of us. Amen. So, in the next two weeks, be preparing yourself. Amen. Uh, on a daily, get yourself under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Get drunk in the Spirit of God. Prophesy to yourself. Paul say that, that all, all, all we prophesy. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. Prophecy is a gift for every one of us. Just like speaking in tongues is a gift for every one of us. Can you say amen to that? And can you say that again? Say, prophecy is a gift for me. Just like speaking in tongues is a gift for me. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. Say that again. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. Prophecy is inspired words in the known tongue. Amen. Inspired words in the known tongues. You didn't follow prayers this afternoon. Go and follow prayers. Amen. Learn to prophesy over yourself before you go out. Learn to prophesy over your, your children, over your businesses, over your workplaces. Let you prophesy over them. Receive those spirit inspired words, amen. And speak over them. And see how the day will turn out for you. See how the words of your mouth will come to pass in your presence. Because just like just like um, God said in Isaiah 53, your word will not return to your void. That I see my words will not return to me void, it will prosper in the things that I sent it. That my words prospers in the things that I sent it, amen. So, when you start speaking those words, you are so confident you prosper in it, and you will see it come to pass. You call money, you, you, you'll not be doubted anymore. You call money, you know the money will come because you know that your word prosper in the things that you, you send it. Glory to God.